0: In that moment, as that was happening, there was a literal other supernatural force that came over me, and it wasn't me praying anymore. It was literally the Holy Spirit, this, this internal power and authority. My confidence and authority level went from like a freaking, you can't see my hand, but went from like a freaking like maybe a five. Okay. If we're being honest to a freaking 10, not a nine, a 10. It was this different force that came over me and was casting out this evil, these evil spirits that were oppressing our family member. Jesus met us in that room. God met us in that room to deliver our family member from those evil thoughts and evil spirits and evil demons. It was so apparent and it's so beautiful to see. It's a difference. Like we feel a difference being around around this person. And then for Jamar and I, it built our faith. It built our faith so much to where, wow, I felt the like the authority. That's the word. It was the authority that I felt over darkness. Hello, beautiful people. It's your host, Danielle Mason, bringing you authentic conversation, transparency around real life experiences, and actionable tips to create your next breakthrough today. Think of this as your home away from home healing oasis where we overshare and overcome obstacles together. Pull up a seat, come as you are, and be ready to leave feeling challenged to reflect, encouraged to take action, and inspired to change. This is the Blackouts to Breakthroughs podcast. Happy Wednesday, everybody. For me, it is currently Friday at 1219 p.m. Central Standard Time. Wherever you're listening from, whenever you're listening, I pray that you have such a great day today. Look, I feel I honestly love doing the podcast because it's been definitely challenging me to build consistency and to also just dwell in God's presence because I don't want to Just hop on and give you a mediocre episode. And I know I'll never be perfect, but I I do take this very seriously. And I want to just thank you for picking Blackouts of Breakthroughs for being a podcast that you listen to. So, what are we going to talk about today? You know what? The last three days, this always happens like towards the end of the week for the next week of me recording an episode for my solo ones. It's like, all right, God, what do you want me to talk about? about today? What do you want me to talk about today? Because whenever I was initially building the episodes out in the beginning of launching it, I had, you know, topics that I wanted to talk about. And so I did and I would write it, write this like the script down, and I would organize all the things. And now lately, I've really just been allowing the spirit to guide me and just being prayerful about it. And I actually have a supernatural spiritual experience to share with you all. It happened, I would say almost, I think two weeks ago, and I wasn't really sure if it was something that I needed to share or um, that God wanted me to share. But it's something that really built my faith and took my faith to the whole new level and every single time I share it I feel that fire within me because I mean you're I'm just gonna dive into why because you're once you hear the story you'll understand so I was journaling this morning and I was questioning like I was an, I, I am currently in a season where it's like okay is this God speaking to me or is this my voice or is this enemy's voice And I'm sure many of you can relate because I know that's been the biggest thing (laughs) and the biggest question that I've had over the last year of walking with the Lord is, okay, is this his voice or is this my voice? Like, are these my thoughts or is this him talking to me? And I've been in this phase. And so I listened to this other podcast with my uh, life coach. He has one. It's called Made to Change the World. And he was talking about how God speaks. And I knew like, okay, God speaks through his word and he does, and God speaks, you know, I'll hear hear him speak to me, you know, here and there. But I was really like, I want God to like speak to me. And whenever I say speak to me, I'm not talking about an audible voice. Now we cannot put any limits on God. He has not spoken to me in an audible voice. And so on his podcast, he was sharing, God is always speaking. He's always speaking, he's speaking through his creation, he's speaking through other people, he's speaking to you in your day to day, he speaks to you every single day. But the problem is, is that we busy ourselves to where we don't hear him. Most more than likely it's with your phone, it's with social media. We are not in this routine of sitting in silence. There has to always be something that has our attention or we're quote unquote bored right So we don't make this a habit to sit in silence and to just listen or to just watch the trees blow in the wind or the leaves fall. We don't we don't we don't really do this this isn't a daily practice for us. And so he recommended that he's like just take five minutes in the morning five minutes Minutes. He said they may feel very, very long, but take five minutes and don't just pour out to God, ask him for all these things, but just take a minute. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if he said, if you want to hear from God, do less talking and more listening. And so this morning I did that. And I just uh for the last two days actually, I just took five minutes or just some time. I don't even know how long I was there. I didn't like actually time myself. And I just said, God, speak to me. I'm listening. And there's a couple of questions that I have on my my window to ask that were recommended to me also. And one of them I asked yesterday, I asked, where do I need to grow? And he answered me. He gave me three things where I can grow, three areas of my life where I can grow. And I just heard, I just, I just heard it. And, and you hear them in your own voice, in your mind. And this is just a a practice, honestly, as you walk through your faith journey. And look, this is something that I'm learning, too, so we can learn together. And this morning I asked, how can I follow you better? And he gave me, again, three answers. And I just felt him while I was sitting in silence I have been having these very, very vivid dreams, but I just brush them off as if they don't hold meaning, which is silly of me because God will speak through dreams and visions. And I just asked him, what are what are my past dreams mean? And he answered me. And he's like, This is a like, this is all this morning. Like he's answering the questions that I'm asking him. And it's because I'm sitting there in silence and I'm listening, right? I even asked him, what book of the Bible should I read? Because I've been, I, I read in my study Bible, which I love my study Bible. I got it off of Amazon. It is by Becky Terabasi, the 365 day study Bible. I love it. Um, but I just got a new Bible. It's the NASB version. And it has like journal entries on the side, which I love. I wanted to have it. And I just asked him and he told me John. And so I opened up John. I literally just read John 1, 1 to 13, and it was like enough for me. I wanted to really meditate on it. I journaled about it, and it links with what I'm talking about today. (laughs) This literally, it all, what I read in John led me to the topic that I'm talking about on today's episode. So... I wanted to share that little tidbit in those details because I know that there's probably some of you who feel like you aren't hearing from God. And so, my encouragement is, He's speaking. You just have to take time to listen to Him. You aren't going to be able to listen to Him if you're doing all the talking in the relationship, right? If you have a spouse, you know what I mean? If you're doing all the talking, your spouse will be looking at you like, okay, you're going to listen to me now or what? So, I felt like today's episode, I just really need to speak to those who may be walking in darkness. And maybe some of this podcast is kind of like a lot of episodes are about that, or you're walking through your your blackout moments, right? But we live in a dark world, we live in a fallen world. And I know there's depression, there's anxiety, there's suicidal thoughts, there's a lot of darkness that can come into your life or try to come into your life and take over and take root in you and in your heart. And My main message today, and I'm going to give you details. I'm going to give you scripture. I'm just going to dive into this with you with my personal story that I have to share. My gosh, I want to tell you that the darkness does not own you. Light is your birthright. God did not create you to walk in darkness, to walk in depression, to walk in anxiety, to walk having suicidal thoughts, to walk as if you don't feel valued or you're worthy of anything in this life. He created you to dwell in peace, to be a light, to have light shining from inside out. He created you to be creative. He created you with a purpose. If you battle with that, I'm gonna give you scripture so you can hear God's promise. Oh no, I got some water on my Bible, my new Bible. No, no. my hair still wet took a shower can't be perfect danielle okay so in John one through five it says in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god he was in the beginning with god and all things came into being through him and apart from him nothing came into being that has come into being okay what's that saying that's saying apart from jesus Nothing has come into being. Nothing has come to life. And in him was life, and the life was the light of men. So the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness cannot overpower it I know that is going to give somebody just confidence right if you're a believer you have the power of the living God living inside of you the power of Jesus living inside of you and what is Jesus Jesus is light and where light is darkness cannot be and it's just like when I know when you feel like you're in a dark season of your life or you're having just a gloomy day think about when you turn a light on from being off in the room, imagine it just being a black room and you turn the light on. It happens in an instant. There's no darkness. Once that light is turned on, the darkness is gone. There's no darkness in that room. I wanted you to see a visual because this is something that you can apply to your life. And this is, some, this is a gift that Jesus gives us. And in nine, it says, there was the true light which coming into the world enlightens every man. It basically means there was a true light, which enlightens every person coming into the world. So every person coming into the world, what is your light? Your light and your source comes from Jesus and Jesus alone. Now, I know we try to seek light from different things, from our careers, from people, from our significant others. We try to to find light, to find this peace, to find love, to find all these things from these these different sources, these different outlets. But where does the word say light comes from? Your light comes from jesus and it's beautiful because who does he give it to in verse 112 it says but as many as received him to them he gave the right to become children of god even to those who believe in his name so when you have belief in jesus and who he is that he is light you are a child of God. And then I just really meditated on the the next one in 113, who were born not of blood nor of the will of flesh. So not because your mom and dad decided to have a baby, that's not why you were born. You were born out of the will of God. So if you're born out of the will of God, doesn't that mean you have a purpose? Don't we know that our God is purposeful? He is a purposeful God. He is an intentional God. He is a detailed God. He is a loving God. And he says that you were born, every child of God is born by the will of God. Now, if you came on to this episode thinking that you, your life doesn't serve a purpose, I'm here to tell you this word, the Bible's here to tell you that your life does serve a purpose, a big purpose, And we try to seek purpose. And I love what John, what they describe as John's life purpose, literally John's life purpose in six, well, in seven, it says there was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but he came to testify about the light. And so how could he not be? Light, but be a child of God. It's because He is not the source. So you are not the source of your light. You cannot be the source of your happiness. It has to come from the life-giving source. The light giving source itself comes from Jesus. And what does it say? His purpose is. It says that his purpose, he came, he literally, it was God's will to bring him into this life to what? To become a witness, to testify about the light, about Jesus, so that all might believe through him. It wasn't so that he could gain riches and wealth in this world. It wasn't so he could gain status in this world. It wasn't so he can gain anything for himself. That's not the purpose. It says, so that all might believe through him. What's the purpose? The purpose is to bring people to Jesus, is to share his love, is to, to share the source of light, because what do you feel that can impact people the most? It's not, a, it's not a motivational message. It's not an, a motivational speaker. Those things are very impacting. I've had my fair share of those things. But the one thing that's completely transformed my life is the love of Jesus, is me surrendering my life to him because he is the true source of light. You can meet somebody that can change your life because they have the light living inside of them. It's, be- it's through Jesus. Any follower of Jesus will tell you, this is not of my own doing. It's because Jesus lives inside of me. He is the source. He is light. He is life. That just really shares me, you know, John's life purpose isn't about self. It's about other people. And how beautiful of a purpose is that? For every single person to be birthed into this world by the will of God to help out one another. Imagine in a perfect world, the the way that God imagined it for us to truly love. I know that's not the reality of the world that we live in today. It's because we live in a fallen world. But there's such a beautiful hope and a beautiful truth. And it comes from the source. Now I say all that to say, I guess sharing my my supernatural experience. So let me figure out where to start. Okay, so I won't go into all detail. But what I'll say is I did go to revival nights, um, two weeks ago, and it was three nights of a revival night. And we saw people get healed on the third day through the power of Jesus. And we saw we we heard such amazing and in, incredible. In and strong testimonies of the power of the Holy Spirit that lives inside of believers, that it can truly heal people. It can truly cast out evil, cast out darkness, and it can truly transform the way you see the world. It gives you wisdom. I mean, that's what Jesus left us with, the Holy Spirit. So we were just so full of, honestly, the Spirit, like literally full of the Spirit. And we had a family member come with us that second night of revival night. And they were sharing with Jamar and I, my husband, for those of you who don't know, Jamar is my husband, and they were sharing with, with us that they were feeling this heaviness over them and they were questioning everything. They were questioning their salvation. They were they were believing all these lies. They were being so attacked mentally. They're believing that they were not worried. They were believing that they were not valued. They were believing that God doesn't love them. And it was just a switch because they had been on this this their faith walk and they'd been on their journey journey. And they kept saying, I've never felt like this before. Like, I just feel like a phony, a fraud, a fake believer. And we could just tell like, There's spiritual attacks going on. Like the enemy is trying to tear this person down, our our family member down. And so we ended up, it was after the third day where they just came to us like bawling, crying. They came to us just desperate and they asked for prayer. And so Jamar and I were like, yes, of course. And so I started praying just regularly. we were all holding hands, sitting down. And I just started praying normally. And it's probably 10 seconds, no more than that. Our family member fell backwards and shook a little bit and had this like noise come out of their mouth and literally passed out. And in that moment, when, as that was happening, there was a literal other supernatural force that came over me and it wasn't me praying anymore. It was literally the Holy Spirit that this, this internal power and authority my confidence and authority level went from like a freaking, you can't see my hand, but went from like a freaking, like maybe a five, five. Okay. If we're being honest to a freaking 10. A 10, not a nine, a 10. It was this different force that came over me and was casting out this evil, these evil spirits that were oppressing our family member. And it was, I, I don't even remember exactly what I prayed, but I just remember I was casting out or the, this Holy Spirit was casting out these, these evil spirits that we could not see with our human eye that were oppressing her and making her, speaking all these lies into her. And it was I'll never forget that moment. Jamar started speaking in tongues too. And it was, it was crazy. And I'm going to, I'm going to share after this, I share this story. I'm going to share different takeaways to take away from, from this moment. Okay. Jamar started speaking in tongues and it was crazy because he literally had just talked about that night, how he wanted to speak in tongues, and he couldn't, you know, he wanted to speak in his heavenly language, speak in the spirit and pray in the spirit. And he did in that moment, he doesn't even remember it. And so when I tell you that, Jesus met us in that room, that God met us in that room to deliver our family member from those evil thoughts and evil spirits and evil demons, it was so apparent and it was so beautiful because for one, for our family member, since that moment, my family member has changed they've experienced change. They don't believe those lies. They don't think of those lies. They're not being attacked by those lies. And they are progressing in their faith and in their belief. And just as a person, as a human, and it's so beautiful to see, it's a difference. Like we feel a difference being around this person. And it was for that, that's of course the number one thing to just seeing that freedom happen for them. And then for Jamar and I, it built our faith it built our faith so much to where, wow, I felt the, like the authority. That's the word. It was the authority that I felt over darkness. And it didn't come from me. What did we just talk about? The source being Jesus. So it didn't come from my own human understanding or knowledge or capabilities or doing. It came from the source it came from me having an open heart and loving the Lord and being in pursuit of the Lord and being around other believers all that revival week, being around other believers, getting equipped, getting equipped spiritually for battle, having my belief level higher because what is pleasant to God? It's faith. You can't please God without faith. So it's that faith it's that faith piece. And so building your faith is probably the best thing that you can do is building your faith, building your faith, get stronger in your faith. Ask God to help you build your faith. Ask Him to help you with your disbelief. Because that authority that I felt, I had no fear. No fear in that moment. And I'm not gonna lie, after that, I've Jamar and I both have battled with like fear. We've 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 been battling with this fear of darkness. And I've had to constantly remind myself and and us both as well is that fear is not of God and who what do we know about God we know that He is the Alpha and the Omega He's the beginning and the end He has all power and authority Satan and these evil spirits they cringe and they and they shatter at Jesus's name and so having that experience and I wanted to share it. And and share a couple of pieces and takeaways to take from this because I want you to leave here feeling more equipped. I want you to leave here feeling more confident in who your Lord and Savior is, in who your Redeemer is. Because there's power in the name of Jesus. That used to just I used to that used to just be a song for me. But there's power in the name of Jesus. You can do anything that God puts in front of you in the name of Jesus. You can overcome any obstacle in the name of Jesus. You can overcome any struggle, any addiction in the name of Jesus. And I say that with full confidence because I've seen it and I've experienced it, not just in my own life, but from that encounter with the Lord. And maybe some of you guys have had you've seen stuff like that. I know Jamar grew up and he said he would see things like that, but he never understood it. And so it comes from a place of understanding the word and who who God is and what is really going on in the spiritual world. What really is spiritual warfare? What really is it that we battle? In Ephesians 6, it states, our battle is not of flesh and blood, but it's of the spiritual powers of this world. And what does that really mean? It means that when you have doubt creep in, when you have insecurity, when you feel like you're you're not you're not valued, you're not worthy, you have depression, you're thinking about committing suicide, you're thinking about all these all these things, and you're getting so consumed with darkness. This guilt, this shame, this unforgiveness in your heart, this anger, this resentment, all these, these negative emotions, they cannot conquer you if you do not let them. You have to remember, and I want to equip you today with the full armor of God in Ephesians 6, pray that over yourself. I hope this this story helps build your faith because for me, I've never really heard anything like that or seen anything like that, it was all new for me. And so just another thing that that I want for you to take away from this, I'm gonna actually list them out so that I can be more organized for you guys. One, you are equipped in the name of Jesus. You have the authority and you have the power of the living God living inside of you. And you can overcome any mental battle, spiritual battle that you are currently in coming into contact with or will in the future. Literally in the name of Jesus, plead the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus over your situation, over your life, over your home, over your room, over your pillows, over your family. There is power and authority in that. And so I want you to take away from that is we should not be walking in fear. We should be walking in full confidence knowing that we are clothed in royalty. We are clothed in dignity. We are clothed in integrity. We are clothed in power. So know in your heart, not in your mind, not a head thought, in your heart that you have the power of the living God living inside of you. And you are a child of God. You are royalty. You can overcome anything that you're you're facing right now or will face. So that's number one. Number two, there's power in numbers. Being in community, get into rooms where it can help you build your faith. If you don't know how to build your faith right now, we literally, that revival night completely transformed Jamar. He's a completely different person. And he'll tell you, I mean, he's been sharing his testimony. I've never seen him act like this. He's been praying over me. Um, He initiates prayer. In any situation, he'll pray. He's worshiping. He used to just like listen to rap all the time and just curse and all these things. And he was an amazing, Husband, but when you are filled with the spirit and you truly know God in your heart, there's again that light. It's something different about you. You become a new creation, just like uh, Montana was talking about on my prior episode. It's a new creation. It is a rebirth. You literally become a new person. And so transformation, it doesn't have to take weeks or months or years to happen. God can transform somebody in a single moment. And so getting around and in communities and environments where your faith can grow, they can help build your faith in God. Do that. Jump at the opportunity to do that. Because Jamar, he'll tell you, he was saying that he didn't really want to go to revival nights. I mean, he wanted to just go to his MMA practices and study and stuff but he went and he's a completely different person he's changed his life forever and so you never know what what event that you're missing that could be the thing that changes your life and i'm not talking about a personal development event i'm talking about a spiritual event with people that are filled with the spirit So that's the second thing, community is strong. Do not allow the enemy to tell you to to go in isolation. There's power in community and we grow in community. We equip one another in community. So get around other believers who can help build your faith. Number three, understanding the spiritual world or knowing and being aware of it. And knowing that those negative thoughts and those evil thoughts, any of those things that I mentioned before, those are not of you. They are not from you. They are not truths. They are all lies, every single one of it. And you have the authority with Jesus and the Holy Spirit living inside of you to cast every single lie to the pit of hell. Every single lie, every single thing that you've thought of as truth, anything that anybody has spoken over your life or told you, you have that authority because the living God lives inside of you. Leave this, I my, my biggest hope is that you leave this episode like truly, if, if you don't truly believe it in your heart, it's okay. It's okay if you're not there yet. Okay, there's nothing wrong with you. If you're not there yet. It took me being actively seeking to feel this way And I bet I I may have you know seasons where I might not feel as strong who knows But it's okay if you're not there yet, but do that second thing get in community that can strengthen you The fourth thing is that god starts what he finishes And I want to take jamar for example when he spoke in tongues. That was something he desired right? He desired that. It was a heart desire. He desired that, not so he can look a certain way, you know, towards people, but because he wanted to be able to speak in his heavenly language to connect with God more. And so God's looking, that's what He looks for. He's not looking for a perfect person. I am far from perfect. If you go down to the beginning of my episodes, I share my stories about the things that I've done and how God has delivered me from things. And Jamar is not, we're not, none of us are perfect. And it was His openness. He had an open heart and He had a, de- a desire, and God met Him where He was at. And so God can meet you where you currently are. You do not have to be perfect. Don't let anybody fool you. You, God doesn't want you to be perfect, and he's not looking for perfect people. If you look at all the examples in the Bible, he used people that were broken, he used imperfect people, people that had committed adultery, people that had lied, cheated, stole, murdered. He used imperfect people, and they were so worthy and so relevant that we're still reading about them today. They just had an open heart and a desire and that surrendered heart, that humble heart to give their life to God because they knew that God knew best. And they didn't want what this world could offer them. They wanted things of of the heavenly places, things that that would mean something for all of eternity. The life that God planned for them way before they were born. God has a life beautifully designed f- for you. And when I say beautiful, I'm not meaning full of no no struggle because how boring would it be to read a story about a person that never struggled, that never went through anything, that never faced an antagonist, that never had to overcome challenges in their life. What a boring story with no lessons. So just know that God can use you and he, can, he will meet you where you at, where you at. He can meet you wherever you're at whatever that means for you, wherever you are. And so those are just the four biggest things um, that I just want to leave you with today. Just having that confidence and your confidence come from Christ and come from the promises in God's word. Get familiar with that meditate on his word. If you're struggling with insecurity, go to to go to scripture that supports that, like where you can have a, a promise, God's promise for you to stand on. What promises of God are you standing on in this season? If you're struggling with fear, it's okay. Find God's promises about fear and stand on that. Speak it out loud over your life, over your situation until it it seeps into your heart. So I love you. (laughs) I pray that this episode blesses you. If it did bless you, share it with a friend, share what God's doing, not just in my life, but what's possible for them. I want you to know every single person listening that encounter that I had was not because I'm, I'm a special person. It's truly only because of God's grace and his plan that he has. We are all going to have days where we mess up because we're battling our flesh. So it's hard. It's hard to crucify our flesh. That's what Jesus tells us to do is to crucify our flesh. And it's a daily crucifixion. So just remember who Christ says that you are and that he always sees your heart. Until next time, have the best week because you can. All right, let's bring it in. Giving you a virtual hug because you just finished another episode of Blackouts to Breakthroughs podcast. And you know what? You just deserve it. The reviews and subscriptions mean a lot to me. So if you love today's episode, make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any other episodes. Also, I'd love to hear your takeaways. So feel free to screenshot this episode, put it in your stories and tag me at Blackouts to Breakthroughs on Instagram with your biggest takeaways so I can connect with you and reshare your post. I can't wait to hear from you. Until next time, friend.